What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. Yes, everybody, Caleb is back. The maestro, the... I'm already failing this. The maestro. The, the maestro, the Pied Piper, the main... The, what? The, 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 <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I'm, tr- I'm trying to point... Just trying to, you know, say in a cool way that Caleb is back, guys. Caleb is back after being gone one week. Yep. Hasn't been like that long. Actually, it feels like forever for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we finally got moved in. I, yeah, setting up my my office space now because I finally have my own office. Um, He's not Harry Potter anymore, guys. He's not stuck in a closet. No, I'm not living in the, the Hobbit closet anymore. Like, I wouldn't even call it a Hobbit closet. It was like Harry it, Potter the, Deluxe. I, yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> like, looking at like Bilbo Baggins' house, that looks like a pretty nice house to live in. I would not mind living in his house. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say that. It, it, it is uh, Harry Potter, It was, or it was, it was Harry Potter Deluxe. Um, just because it, it still had like that weird curved uh, ceiling. And so anytime I would get frustrated like with an edit or whatever and I'd like throw my head back and I'd like clock myself. <laughs> it freaking sucked. Oh shit. Yeah, but feels good to be back. I I this is honestly the highlight of my week. And that's saying something. I'm just kidding. It is for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is for me as well, honestly. After a nice stressful work week, it's always nice to be able to get on here and shoot the shit with my best bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we got a good episode planned for you guys. Um, although I definitely lied last week, if you guys listened to uh, last week's episode, I said, I said something for our uh, headliner that was not true, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but first up with... Uh, what we'll be going over uh, for Adventures in Hunting. Uh, Caleb and I have some things to talk about with Funko Focus, including some Marvel and Star Wars business uh, for 4K Spotlight. We have nothing coming out, or at least anything that's interesting us, uh, but I do have something that I want to talk about for a release that came out this past week and my experience with it. It's, it it's, it's something, I feel. Um, and then after that, uh, we'll be moving into our um, Through the Wall slash This Week's Sneak Peeks. It's more This Week's Sneak Peeks because both of us have a trailer we want to talk about. Uh, and then we'll be moving on to this week's uh, All Bros Headliner, which even though I said it was going to be an Oscar-winning film last week, that it is not. Um, it is going to be a Disney animated film. Uh, we will be breaking down uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. So... Hell yeah. We yeah. we went through a lot of different movies. <laughs> we, yeah, you go, oh, wow. We struggled. So it was supposed to be, or like originally, like the original plan was we were going to break down Locked Down. The It's an HBO Max movie with Anne Hathaway. Um, so we were going to do that. But failing hollywood asked us if we wanted to do an awards show with them 
And we agreed to that. And they're like, perfect. Just, uh, and I'm like, what movies do we need to watch? The only one we've seen so far is Nomadland. And he says, all right, well, you got to watch Promising Young Woman. And I'm like, fantastic. Well, we had that scheduled for later this month. So we'll, we'll break it down this week instead. And come to find out, <laughs> it's not on streaming anymore. And it's a little pricey to buy it right now. So if it was like 15, I would definitely have just gone out and buy it, bought it. Um, but it's 25. Shit. And, and it's just the Blu-ray plus digital copy. It's not the 4K or anything. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So we need to figure something out because we need to watch it by next Sunday. <laughs> Okay, I'll be scouring YouTube. Not YouTube. I'll be scouring... <laughs> I'll be scouring eBay and Mercari, trying to find a good deal on it, so... Yeah, hopefully we can with enough time. And then we're going to try and split the load, because we, me and Rose, like, as you guys can tell, most of the time we have very similar ideas, or uh thoughts and opinions on movies that we enjoy um or just movies we enjoy i'm explaining this so stupid words are hard i know really hard we enjoy the same movies and we dislike the same movies most of the time i'd say it's about like 89-90% of the time we we agree yeah, there is like those occasional few movies that pop up and that make us question each other <laughs> mentally. Kind of looking at you, Nomadland. A little we bit. Di- we didn't disagree that much on it, did we? Oh, well, you really liked it. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but dude, my score of that movie has like gone down drastically. I, <laughs> I. <laughs> Well, welcome to the club. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's some, like, good parts in it. It's not a good Ghostbusters film. Oh, really? Um, Shut up. (laughs) Which sucks, because the the four that they picked to play the Ghostbusters are actually really good. And I feel Paul Feig, Feige, I think it's Feig, um, either I may... (sighs) I would have picked a different director, even with, which sucks though, because I actually think Paul Feig is a very good director and very funny. Um, but I just don't think he can handle action plus comedy. It's a little too much for him. Yeah, but anyway, we're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna try and split the load on whatever Oscar movies we, Oscar nominated movies we can watch. Um, just so we have a little bit more to talk about. And we can get, like, double the movies watched. Yeah. And then, obviously, if there's one that's like, oh, you have to see this, then we'll know. But I feel like I've there's movies that I've disliked that I've recommended to you because I thought you would like them. And I feel like I've been right. And you've done the same to me a couple times where you're just like, eh, this movie was okay. I think you'd like it more than I did. And I usually end up liking it we just know each other like super well 
<laughs> oh, that's true. We freaking better. We've known each other since junior high. Yeah, no shit. Um, but yeah, so if Failing Hollywood is wondering what the hell happened, that's what happened. <laughs> we can find it on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> and we are cheap sons of bitches. Yeah. Like I said, if it was cheaper than $25, I would have bought it. Um, but I just got to try to find a, a good deal now. Because I'm, I'm sorry, it, no matter how good it is, a regular Blu-ray to me is not worth $25. Unless it is like a special edition steelbook or some shit like that. Yeah. Worst case scenario, before Sunday, I'm going to try, I'll rent it. And then just give you, like, you have my Voodoo account stuff, don't you? I think I do. If not, I'll I'll share it with you, and then I'll just rent it, because okay. we get to watch it for a couple days. Okay, I mean, and if not, I'll... I can also just rent it from Redbox or whatever. Yeah, one of the two, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works. We'll, we'll watch it, we promise. Yeah. That was like the one one stipulation. It's just yeah. Like, you gotta see this, and I'm like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll we'll watch it and we'll make it an episode. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Probably sometime this kidding. month, because if we're going to try and watch it by Sunday, my next Sunday, or technically this Sunday, because rele- this gets released on Monday. Oh, yeah. It's weird how this whole release schedule thing works. <laughs> yeah. It's a little confusing, but it's okay. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> anyway um yeah anyway um what do you say we jump into the, let's jump into this episode let's do it hey guys i'm crash host of the podcast crash and taz's movie seller on our show me and my co-host pick a new movie each week and rate each movie on a few categories that we think are important to making a great movie after we rate the movie it gets a final rating and that lands it somewhere on our seller scale, where it will get labeled as either a well, premium, or a top shelf film. Catch us on platforms like Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram, as Crash and Taz's Movie Seller, it's Crash, the letter N, Taz Movie Seller, with underscores in between each word. And on Facebook, Crash and Taz Movie Seller. Uh, where you, as a listener, can suggest movies for us to rate, and also give us some constructive criticism to make the show more entertaining. Overall, don't forget to follow or subscribe, and rate and review us, and get ready for an entertaining show with us. See you guys then. Alright, so first up with Adventures in Hunting, uh, Caleb and I have got a couple of Funko Pops to talk about. Uh, Caleb, do you want to start with yours first? Uh, yes, I will. Um, so the first figure that I'm going to talk about, well, it's a new line. We got a new, uh, new line from, well, technically it's Star Wars, but (laughs) from the Mandalorian and the figure that I want to talk about and I need to find the page. I swear, I go away for a week and uh, like I come back like beyond unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> you 
beat me. I'm never prepared. <laughs> so I think last week proved that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I tried, okay? I tried. Okay, yeah. So we got uh, some new Mandalorian figures. The ones that I'm going to talk about are exclusives. Um, but we did get a few figures. We got a Dark Trooper. We got Ahsoka with her uh, white lightsabers, her dual lightsabers. We got an unmasked uh, Mando holding the child. Uh, Boba Fett. Uh, the or Grogu with cookies, and then Bo Katan. Uh, and that one has a uh, a chase where so the common is her masked chase is her unmasked also known as one of the laziest ways to do a chase well i feel like this one works a little bit better just cuz okay fair enough mask but... like wearing her helmet versus not wearing her helmet i don't know to me it's just kind of lazy but that's just me fair enough um, but we got three exclusives from this line. We got an Amazon exclusive hooded Ahsoka and a Target exclusive uh, Grogu with Soup Monster. <laughs> um, but the one I want to talk about, because it's freaking adorable, is the GameStop exclusive Grogu with... Uh, he has like a little butterfly on his hand and it's freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> Like, look at it. He has, like, a little smile and just his big, big eyes. and just, oh, He's just so cute. I just want to point out with uh, what... First, I want to point out how I appreciate you calling him Grogu and not the child. Actually calling him by his name, so thank you. Yeah, I made that um, mistake with, like, when I first said it, but... Yeah, but hey, but I you, you know, myself. you corrected yourself, so you're good. Um, but also, one more thing I want to point out. Uh... Like Caleb said, this is a GameStop exclusive, but in Canada, it's an eBay Games exclusive. But I love how the GameStop exclusive sticker is just so basic. Like, it just says GameStop exclusive in uh, white letters. Yet, like, the eBay sticker... Sorry, e yeah, sorry, EB sticker is just so much more cooler. Like, EB is written in red letters. It's got the Canada uh, leaf in the background and just... Our, I'm just saying, our our store stickers are basic as F. Dude, no shit. Like, <laughs> the Target one sucks. Because it's just like... Like an orange... Or a, a red bar that says, Only at, and then has the Target logo. Amazon exclusive, I'll give... I'll give them a pass, because out of all the stores, they're... One of the better... <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Walmart, kind of lame. Um, I really like the uh, the FX one. Oh yeah, the FX one is good. Yeah, but I think we can all agree that the Barnes and Noble exclusive sticker is the worst. I would actually give it to Fye. Oh yeah, I forgot because Fye really used to be so cool. Like you know, like it used to be so colorful. Now it's just uh black background with white letters that's all it is now and it's so stupid i hate it yeah i forgot about fye <laughs> <laughs> um 
the page that we follow was actually roasting Barnes and Noble because it's the Barnes and Noble sticker. For those of you that don't know, it is a uh, it's a green square and it says a Barnes and Noble exclusive at the top, like it's above the halfway mark. Like if you were to, I wouldn't say quite thirds, but if you were to cut the cut the sticker in half. And then, like, center the a Barnes and Noble exclusive lettering. That's a that's where it's placed, but it's in a full square. And someone freaking posted it, and just put the. Uh, There's so much room for activities from Step Brothers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, oh, and then okay. they they made a whole thing great. about it. They're like, which store has the worst exclusive sticker? I'm going with Barnes and Noble. <laughs> no, fair enough. Can't really argue that. Yeah, but yeah, they like Barnes and Noble has like a huge gap of space in their uh, in their sticker. It's freaking lame. But anyway, we're not here to talk about stickers. We're here to talk about. The figure. In the figure, ah, like, I cannot wait for people to see this picture because it is the cutest thing you'll ever see in your life. Still think Baby Groot is cuter. Come at me. That is absolute horseshit. You want to know what. Okay, listen, you know, you want to know what puts uh, Grogu above Baby Yoda? Or not Baby Baby Yoda, Baby Groot. What puts him above? What's that? The ears. I don't know, man. I still think baby baby Groot's cuter. I almost said baby Yoda. Baby <laughs> Groot. It gets confusing because it's just baby everything. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but I know ugh. what beats them both, though. Baby Thanos. What? Like, come on. Come on, don't you just want to, you know, just, just, you know, like, wrap something around his cute little head and just... Seriously trying to steal an endgame joke? I am. Did it work? (laughs) No, it did not. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that's the figure um, that I wanted to talk about. Super excited for you all to see it, because it's freaking awesome. It is pretty cool. Well, since Caleb had some actual good pops to talk about, let's talk about my shitty set. <laughs> um, so, apparently, Funko just doesn't learn from their mistakes because they did this kind of same thing a while ago, and I think they were GameStop exclusives. They were, like, certain Marvel characters with, like, graffiti on them. Uh, it had, like, I think... Like certain word, like phrases they would say, or like words associated with them, whatever. I know they did like Miles Morales, the Punisher, Daredevil, all that fun shit. They hardly sold, as far as I know. Dude, have you seen those in person? Yes and no. Yeah, they're like the them. worst. They look like garbage. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. They look like garbage. Garbage. Like the like these. Um, so Target is running out, apparently Target, uh, 
wants to uh, get on the uh, GameStop uh, shitty exclusive bandwagon because they're kind of doing the same thing here. Um, but here, it's not like the whole like, oh, like phrase, word, whatever. Um, it's the character symbol plastered on a gray. Would you say that's gray or silver? It's more of like a really light silver. Okay. So, yeah, so, so it's just like a silver uh, regular character pop with their certain logo plastered on it. So they have Captain America, Steve Rogers Captain America, uh, with the shield, you know, plastered on it. They have Captain Marvel with her logo plastered all over it. They have Spider-Man with his logo. And then they have Sam Wilson's Captain America with the uh, shield plastered on it. And then they also, which this one is, Caleb actually really likes this one. And I can't blame him. It's eh, definitely. Don't, okay. don't put those words in my mouth. I'm putting them in your mouth, buddy. No, I, I, I liked the shirt. Oh, you like the shirt. Okay, yes. it's not the pop. Okay. Okay, we can be friends again. <laughs> okay, so Caleb doesn't like the actual pop in this, but he likes the shirt, which I can understand. The shirt is actually pretty cool, but the pop, I don't even know how to explain this one. Is he like is the pop just like dark blue and then the yeah, shield that's is really plastered the all over? Difference. Okay, so yeah, so instead of being light silver, this one's dark blue with the shield literally stamped all over it. Yeah. And with how shitty this line looks, and you know, I'll be posting this on our social media, and I, I really hope, I want to hear from you guys just how shitty these look. These are definitely going to be shelf warmers. But someone posted the best, one of the best comments I've ever seen. They, they won comment of the month. They said, Funko is just playing around with collectors now. I think they're trying to see how little effort they can put into a pop and still have people buy it. Next up in the poop series, different colored piles of shit with the rainbow one being the chase. <laughs> Sir, you win. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love people. <laughs> that's that's just too great. That's just fantastic. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So if you guys just... want this line, if it if it interests you, you it's know. so dumb. It's like the the colors don't even like really match. No, they don't. It's like a it's so like you'll see on the social media post, but for those of you that don't follow us on social media, boo on you. But yeah, it hell? is the same color scheme. It is the the silver background, and it looks like, what, red and blue stamps all over yep. with their logo. You know what it reminded me of? Okay, I think they still do it now. Do you remember, uh, like, Fruit Roll-Up and how they used to have, like, the tongue tattoos? Yes! It reminds me of that. <laughs> that is a perfect analogy for this garbage. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's just, it's lame. It's just Super so lame. lame. Like, I think I would have even liked it a bit more had they done a little bit, like, colored coordination. But, like, with Captain Marvel's, you have her logo, but it's still in, like, a it looks like a blue stamp, a red stamp, and I think they might have a, a white stamp. They don't have any yellow in there. No, huh? And then Captain America, I mean, red, white, and blue, like, duh. And then same thing with, um, 
with Spider-Man. It's the same color scheme, but like with the silver background. The only one that's different is the one that comes with the shirt. And honestly, I think the design works a lot better on a shirt, on a flat surface. This, the figures look so dumb. I hate the figures that have like a pattern on them. Like, whoop de effing do. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I oh, almost shit. let that one slip. <laughs> uh, like, do, do you know how, like, stop that one? Do you, do you know how, like, I'm not saying I would have been happy, but you know, you you might have seen like a little smirk on my face if that actually would have <laughs> slipped. I'm sure I'm sure Vic would be like applauding. Dude, I, I ugh, I'm livid, and I was getting really into it too. So, yeah, you guys almost let me. Like, I know I've 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 cussed. Well, we cuss all the time on this show, but I've almost. We've never used the F word other than to read one of Jason Almy's uh, responses. Oh, yep. Um, but yeah, you almost—I almost let a, a wild one slip. <laughs> okay, before we like move on from these pieces of shit, I just want to point out something. So these are up for pre-order at Target.com if you guys really want to pre-order these. Um, but the shirt and pop combo is actually sold out. Are you shitting me? Yeah, pre-orders are sold out. And also, they're charging seventeen ninety nine for each of these. Seven ninety nine? No, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. That'd be the most expensive pile of shit you've ever bought. Go F <laughs> and what's really interesting sorry, one more thing, is that Oh, I didn't even realize this. The um the Captain America one isn't even from the MCU. It's from Marvel's Avengers. It's the Stark. Are tech you suit. shitting me? Yeah, it's the Stark tech suit. <laughs> Funko, go f yourself. <laughs> that is oh, such shit. horse garbage. Horse garbage. That's a new one. Dude, that's really so lazy. Hey, oh, extremely. You know that Captain America figure that everyone hated? Like, come on. I mean, let's face it. Marvel's Avengers has made some bigger mistakes um, with their uh, DLC costumes oh for gosh. the MCU. Don't even. Did you see the picture that I shared to you and like notice what's wrong with the MCU Hawkeye costume that they did? Uh. Yeah, I saw the picture. I forget what was wrong with it. Other than, like, some color issues. Well, yeah, so there's some color issues. Uh, it doesn't work with Clint having the buzz cut. Yeah, he needs um, hair. But, yeah, but the biggest problem is, you know, for anyone that knows, Jeremy Renner is left-handed. So, of course, he holds the bow with his right and pulls back with his left. So... The costume, originally, is supposed to have the finger guard on his left and then, you know, just the regular glove on his right. But apparently, it was too expensive to either switch the costume gloves or make Clint in the game, for at least for this costume, left-handed instead of right-handed. So, now with the costume, 
he is holding the bow in his finger glove, the one that he should be pulling it back with, and pulling back with the glove he's supposed to be holding the bow with. Freaking stupid. And it just looks Honestly, really stupid. Did I buy it? Yes, I did. <laughs> but it still looks really stupid. Dude, that just goes to show how little Square Enix even tried. Because, like... I told, like, this was one of my big complaints about the game. All of the costumes are the exact same, just different colors. Oh, yeah. I'll give them this, though. Have you seen the Captain America one that they're coming out with from the MCU? Yes, that one looks really good. Right, that one that one is worth the money, I feel. Honestly, um, I would like it better if it had the a normal-looking shield. I would like it better if it was uh if the colors were also darker. I think they're a little too light. I'd have to look at it again, but I th I'm pretty sure you're right. I mean, the Black Widow one for the MCU is good. It's just it doesn't work because she doesn't have the Endgame hair like Scarlett Johansson. Um, and then the Hulk one doesn't work because his shoulders are way too broad in Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, well, um, Square Enix doesn't give a shit. The Iron Man one doesn't look bad, but, you know, it's kind of hard to mess up the Iron Man one. Yeah, it's just the um, face. It's the helmet that yeah. ruins it. Yeah. It just looks so, odd. Like, just go all out. Just give us the the suit. I, or, I like, feel the for DLC that Hawkeye or the skin one. or whatever. Yeah, like, for that Hawkeye one, they could have at least given him, like, like I don't care, you don't have to give, you know, how Jeremy Renner's hair looks like in Endgame, but at least give him a full head of hair like he has um, in that, uh, like, his, like, casual outfit from the comics, where it's just, like, the bullseye shirt and jeans and Converse. At least give him a full head of hair. It would look so much better. <laughs> Dude, Square Enix doesn't give a shit. Yeah. They don't give a flying shit. Did I give them about... money, though? Yes, I did. Do I regret it a little bit? But do I still enjoy playing as that costume? Yes, I do. Dude, when I heard that they were doing the MCU outfits for everyone, and I started like thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. They already have the color scheme for, for Hulk. What are they going to do? And then I had that realization of, oh, no. They're doing the Endgame Hulk suit. The freaking onesie that looks like hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Dude, everything about this game is just so stupid. Like, I'm updating yeah. it just to, like, see if I can give it another shot, but I'm not looking forward you to it. You should... I definitely want to hear how you feel about um, at least how they play with uh, Kate and Clint. Definitely want to hear how you feel they play. Yeah, I want to go through uh, their costumes, too. I'm just... They're not great. Yeah, I figured. You know. Sorry, I'm just letting you know right now. Clint's, I hate, like, 70% of them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the whole freaking buzz cut. The buzz cut room. Okay, the only outfit that the buzz cut works for is his uh, the suit that they give him. That's the only one that the buzz cut works for. The rest, he looks freaking stupid. 
<sighs> that game, dude. Just when I think it can't get any worse. Like, I'm... I'm almost bummed out that they are even bothering with Black Panther. Or Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. Even if they actually do get a Spider-Man. Dude, and they had so many characters. How did they get this so wrong? You got me. I could think of like five other video game companies that could do a better job than the shit we got with this game. I would have loved to see um, Insomniac take on this game. I think oh they my killed it. Gosh, are you kidding me? That would be so cool. They would have killed an Avengers game. Dude, okay. How, like, this is something that I've been, like, playing with. Like, the idea of, like, an Avengers game. Give us a Spider-Man-esque free roam. Okay. Give us that. But, and then just do, like, the the main game, with, and you get to choose one hero. Like, you download the game, and, the, like, the game is basically just the, the open world. And then when you download the game, you get, like, a, a pass to buy one uh, character. And so, like whoever you you choose as your character you download like a sizable dlc quote unquote and then you can play as that character and they have all of their different features all of their skill trees basically just like putting a character in there and then you can if like and then for like let's say an extra 20 bucks you can go and buy a a new character okay yeah that'll be pretty dope actually yeah and then like you get all their shit loaded in they play differently like the style like everything about them is just like a little bit different and then you have like all their costumes that you can unlock and then you like with with that system you can do a lot more than just color changing the damn costumes (laughs) like give us different options for for mjolnir like yeah. you don't you don't have to go just MCU. Give us like a mythological accurate that would Mjolnir. Be bitchin'. Yeah, give us like the big thick ass Mjolnir. Give us Stormbreaker. Give us all these different options to choose from with with Thor. And then Captain America, give him different styled shields. Give him his secret invasion style shield. Give him his oh, yes. MCU shield. Give him his classic comic book where it just looks like freaking plastic. Get like give us those options. Like let us customize our characters more than than Square Enix, where it's just like, ooh, it's the same costume, just different colors, <laughs> and not even like good colors. No, it wasn't. Like, freaking Captain America has his, um, Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. outfit, or, like, his stealth outfit, which looks okay, but it looks like a freaking onesie, because it has a zipper going up the middle. Yeah. And then, not even that, like, on top of that, 
all like the other variations of that, he has like army camo, which looks so stupid <laughs> because it's like full body camo. It doesn't even look like a, a military uniform. It just looks. It seriously looks like army man onesies. And then they have like there's his snow outfit, and it's just a freaking white onesie with like a weird colored star and like the weird stripes that kind of go up it's so dumb like i could i mean are you kidding me like okay would you pay like for like the the experience that i described um with like that kind of mindset where it's like the insomniac uh spider-man level uh, free roam, but you have to down or pay for the characters that you can play as. Would you pay eighty bucks? Honestly, if I got to um, what's the word? If I got to play um as like every single outfit the Hawkeye has ever worn in comics, movies, MCU, you name it. Oh hell yeah! exactly like that seems like a small price to pay because then you got to think it's like 60 dollars or it'd be about 60 bucks cost of a normal game 60 bucks for the free roam experience and then an extra 20 tacked on for the character pass yeah um or if you wanted to maybe just the the 60 bucks for the game plus one character pass and then you get to choose which character you play as and then from day one you just release that character <laughs> like you release a, a good list of characters like maybe all the avengers hawkeye um maybe throw in captain marvel she like just some different variations and then like you would have like when you download that it'd be a decent sized download so and then you have like your missions, your skill trees, and each character has different missions, and then like different that just kind of uh, emphasize their their play style. Like with Captain America, it's more target uh, based missions, where it's like oh, obje- or objective based missions, where it's like hey. Uh, we need to collect this item, or we need to protect this item, whatever the case may be, and like, let's make that happen. You go and do that. With Thor, it's like more battle oriented. Same with Hulk, battle oriented missions. Black Widow, stealth missions. Hawkeye, sharpshooter missions. Iron Man, flying around missions. Or just, like, tech-based missions. See, that would be perfect. You just literally came up with the perfect Avengers game. Yeah, and then Ant-Man. Heist. Heist games. Exactly. And then, like, I'm trying to think of, like, another character. She-Hulk. You could do, like, battle. Like, basically just do the same thing. Um as hulk 
I'm missing an Avenger. Who am I missing? Oh, Captain Marvel. You could do like space uh, missions or whatever. Yeah. Just anything to emphasize the character's play style and the character in general. And then with each download, maybe give us like 10 hours of story that's just focused around that character. Yeah. So there we go. But then you could also do something that's like a whole overarching story where it's just like, oh, if you download multiple characters, it just gives you more to the the main story. Yeah. Gives you incentive to go and buy the other characters. Yeah, see, there we go. But, I mean, it doesn't ruin the experience if you yeah. only have one, one or two. But, I mean, I could easily do that where it's like oh that's 60 bucks for a game i play as hulk for a little while complete everything that needs to be completed and then maybe like four months after i've done that because like with me personally just playing those games takes a lot longer i mean same but i don't have as good of an excuse as you do (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just for the like the casual gamers, like that that would last yeah. us like four months, and then once those four months are up and we've done everything that there is to do with those characters, we can go buy a new one and we have yeah. a whole new story, and that gives us an extra couple months of games. See, there we go, and it keeps us invested. Just keeps us coming like, back. Square Enix doesn't have that. We are not invested, or we got invested for nine hours, and that was it. Also, um. <clears throat> I just would also like them to, uh, or at least with this, you know, the Avengers game that you would just pitch, I would like to be able to select the difficulty as well, because I think you and I can both agree, sometimes Marvel's Avengers is a bitch and a half, and you get your ass kicked, and, like, honestly, it sometimes pisses you off, and you're ready to throw the controller through your damn TV. Absolutely. Like, oh my god. When I screw when you, I select aim. screw you. Yeah. When I select easy, I shouldn't get my ass handed to me the first <laughs> freaking level. Wait, do, were we able to select the difficulty level with Marvel's Avengers? In the beginning, yeah. Oh, we worked. See, for how hard that game no, is, I don't know. But even you can change that. the difficulty. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh. But it doesn't change the difficulty. I was going to say, because I know I picked easy, if that's the case. But yeah. yeah, this ain't easy. So, I chose normal, because I'm like, I'm a casual gamer. I, I feel like I play more yeah, than uh, your, than some people. So I, you I'm, definitely played more than me. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with the with the Xbox controls and how games work or whatever. I got my ass handed to me first level, and I'm like, okay, this is a little tough. Went to easy. I was still getting my ass handed to me. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's some bullshit. Yeah, it's just... You did everything wrong. It should be... Like, I should just... When I choose easy, I should be able to go in, wreck everyone, and complete the mission however the hell I want. Not play the same mission five times to move on to the next story. Yep. <sighs> We get into this like a lot in our uh, breakdown of the Avengers, so go listen to that episode. That's episode one fifty. Yeah, it's a good one. Trust us. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, I think we're done bitching about <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. So, moving on from, uh, oh my gosh, a Funko Focus into 4K Spotlight. Um, so, like I said, there's really nothing coming out this week, except for, well, there is Super 8 coming to 4K. So, if you guys want to check out Super 8, there you go. Um, but, last week, um, what was it? Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon came out on Blu-ray and 4K, and, you know, movie that we and Caleb are breaking down this episode. But anyway, when I went to go out and buy that movie last week, I pre-ordered it at Best Buy for the Steelbook. Steelbook sold out within a day or so, which was insane. Um, but Disney made a mistake with this Steelbook. And I feel it's because Disney mass produces their Steelbooks because the way that they usually do it is that there's three compartments and the reason why is because there's usually just a 4k disc and then when it comes to the blu-ray they split it split it in two the blue the actual movie just on one disc and then the special features on the second disc well i guess they decided not to do that with raya and the last dragon they decided to just put all the special features on one blu-ray so literally there's two slots on the right and so there's the 4k and blu-ray and then on the left there's just an empty slot and it comes with the digital copy <laughs> so I literally just have an empty slot in my Ryan the Last Dragon Steelbook. Freaking hell, man. So if it really does bug me eventually, it's not yet, but if it really does bug me, I'll just find the DVD for like dirt cheap and just put it there. <laughs> so but, stupid. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it because I went on because I hadn't opened it yet, and I was uh you know like seeing uh how many were left uh at Best Buy because I do that because I'm weird. Um, but someone had posted a review. He's like, oh, you know, it's a great steelbook, which it is. But he's like, but they, I guess they missed a disc or something because there's two discs on the right side, but then there's just an empty compartment on the left. There's no disc, but there's actually a disc tray. I'm like, bullshit. That guy just, you know, like must have gotten like a a rare misprint of a steelbook. But nope. Yep, there is a uh, empty slot for a disc on the left hand side of the steelbook. Oh my god. So so yeah. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that, that's my 4K steelbook story for the week. Um, Jeez. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was so freaking funny. That is funny, but it's sad <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it is. Oh man. That just proves Disney take care when it comes to steelbooks. Don't assume that all of them are going to have 3 discs. <laughs> Oh, shit. Anyway, before I get even more mad... <laughs> not really mad. More more, more sad. There we go. Um, moving on to uh, Through the Wall slash This Week's Sneak Peeks. Uh, Caleb, which one do you want to start with? Um, I'll start off with the one that I think we're not going to have as much to talk about. Okay. Um... So the trailer for G.I. Joe Snake Eyes Origin. I think that's the full name of the movie, right? I th yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so that trailer came out, and it's starring Henry Golding as uh, Snake Eyes. So I, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've seen him in an action role. 
And this I looks don't pretty even dope. know who this guy is. So, uh, he was in Last Christmas. He was also the one of the leads in Crazy Rich Asians. I have not seen either of those. Last Christmas is a good one. Uh, it's it's predictable as all hell. Um, <laughs> but Crazy Rich Asians is I I would say that's a must watch. It's it's okay. it's a good one. The funny thing is I own both of those movies. I just haven't watched them yet. Yeah, I. I I would save Last Christmas for the holidays when you want like a feel good like oh happy movie. Okay. Um, Crazy Rich Asians, I I would recommend. Okay. Anytime. Um, but yeah, so he it's starring him. He's going to be Snake Eyes, and it looks like an action packed movie, and it looks freaking dope. It does look pretty dope, like. It was a very short trailer. I thought it was going to be longer. Um, but the uh, action scenes were pretty damn cool. Um, I've never seen any of the G.I. Joe previous two movies. I hardly know... Ja- I No, I know jack shit about G.I. Joe. I never played with them as kids. As a kid. I never watched any of the shows. Um, literally, I, know, I literally know nothing about the franchise of G.I. Joe. So... I doubt I'll be checking this movie out, but you never know. Yeah, I grew up with uh, with GI Joes, like playing with them, but I never got into the show, or it was just like a little bit past my time. Like I I know of the show, like I know like the PSAs at the end, like the more you know. Oh, that's where that comes from. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh. But it was just like every episode ended with a PSA. They would be like, hey, bullying's bad. and that, Or something like that. Do like a little skit. Um, Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, but I never understood. Like, I never understood the show. I watched the first movie, but it is such a forgettable movie. Like, it is so freaking forgettable. I still can't believe, was it Marlon Wayans is in that film? Yep, and Channing Tatum. Okay, Channing Tatum I can buy. Yeah, and then they had a, they released a second one, which I don't think I've watched. From what I've heard, The Rock kind of like takes that one over. Channing Tatum hardly has anything to do in that one. Yeah, that's what I hear, too. So... I'll have to check Which that sucks, out. I'll have to check the series out again. A really good actor. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, I'm excited. I I think uh, Snake Eyes as a character is really cool. He was one of the more uh, memorable characters. But that's not saying a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> fair enough yeah so that's all you got to say about that cool trailer like i said i might check it out i'm sorry i probably i doubt it just on a gi joe was never my thing and it never really will be i'm more of a power rangers kind of guy that's absolutely fair i i (laughs) would 
between the two, I would rather go see a Power Rangers movie. Um, but I, I, I want to go see it for the action. Really, I, Fair I just, enough. I like the uh, the style, or the I, I like martial arts heavy movies. Like that's why I really dug um, Mortal Kombat. And just like old kung fu movies, I really love those. It's just, it seems like it's going to be action packed, heavy in the martial arts, and that's kind of what's drawing me. That's honestly like this could be called anything other than Snake Eyes, and I'd probably still go see it. <laughs> if you do go end up seeing it, and you like say like you enjoyed it, like maybe like a little less than Mortal Kombat or just as much. Then I will definitely go see it because oh my gosh, I enjoyed the hell out of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat was so much freaking fun. Uh, the episode one sixty nine, I believe. Yeah. With special go? guest DJ from yeah, yeah. the Untrained Eye. Um. So moving on from the trailer that we unfortunately didn't have didn't have a lot to talk about to one that. We probably have a lot to talk about. Um, so on May twenty seventh, I think that's that's when this is coming out. Yep. Uh, yeah, May twenty seventh. Um, kind of dropping the trailer a little late, but you know, considering it's an HBO Max original, kind of understandable. But anyway, they released the official trailer for the Friends reunion. Freaking twenty years in the making. I mean, I don't know when the show ended. Wasn't it? I think it was like in 2000, wasn't it? I want to check um, this really I... quick. It may be. <laughs> I swear. I, I won't, oh, I would... uh, 2004. Okay. Ooh, that's close. I was just about to say 2003. That was very close. Yeah, so it ran from September of 1994 to May of 2004. Damn, 10 years. Holy shit. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, in the trailer, it showcases the whole gang coming back together. Uh, they, you know, revisit the set. Uh, they um, kind of are, like, going over memories. Um, you start to see a lot of them, like, tear up um especially i feel the one that hits the hardest is when i think jennifer aniston is going over like um what she remembers from one season and matthew perry actually starts crying um and i know um i don't know for some reason i feel that one hits the hardest especially because matthew perry came out and said he hardly remembers what happened between season three and six because of unfortunately the drug abuse that he was going through at the time um but you know honestly um and it looks like james corden is going to be the one that's uh kind of like taking us through this whole thing he's going to be talking to uh these six individuals um like looks hosting like gonna... yeah hosting that is the word thank you <laughs> um you really overcomplicated that <laughs> i know i did shut up <laughs> um but yeah so i it looks like they're gonna have some guest stars as well um but yeah, no, it, it really looks like to for me i don't know like we're gonna get into this but like for me i'm so freaking excited for this uh friends is arguably my favorite show of all time 
Um, there are some that like come very, very close, but honestly, I can't deny that it probably is my favorite show of all time. I, and I have Sammy to thank for that. So thank you, Sammy, for getting me hooked on the show. I've seen it all the way through three times. I'm working on my fourth right now. I'm on uh, season three. Good um, Lord, man. It's a great show. Okay, shut up. <laughs> I will take friends over Seinfeld any day. Anyone can fight me. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, um, real quick, congrats to Sammy. She just got engaged. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Congratulations, Sammy. Sorry, I got into a little bit of a too excited about friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I saw that on Facebook earlier today, and it's just uh, like, hey. <laughs> hey, no, no. Congratulations to Sammy and her fiance Robson. So, wish nothing but the best for you guys. Hell yeah! Maybe we'll we'll get you guys on to do a, another shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um. Okay, so I think I've said all the. I I, th- I think it's very clear to you can see how I am stoked for this reunion. Um, I can't wait to see this. This will be like day one for me. Um, but Caleb, how do you feel about the Friends reunion special? Honestly, I'm I'm indifferent about okay. it. <laughs> okay. It's, I when I did was watching Friends, I was watching it as background noise. Ugh, that hurts. Um, that hurts. Like I would turn it on if I just wanted something playing on my TV. Damn. I would usually end up falling asleep to it. <laughs> Sammy, are you hearing this? Like, it just <laughs> once you realize, like, there was like a few episodes, and it was usually when I was really tired that I started finding it a lot more funny. <laughs> but, but, but before then. Like, if I was usually, like, awake or just, like, getting out of the shower or whatever, where I'm kind of a little bit more alert, um, the show was just not funny. I had a, such a hard time laughing at, at some of the stuff that was happening. It's just, like, these people are awful. <laughs> like, they are just horrible human beings, and it's hard to, like, root for them. For either of them. Or not either. Any of them. Yeah. There you go. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah. After a certain point, I'm just like, okay, like, you guys are the worst. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of one that, like, stands out. Like, oh, God. Um, oh, okay. They, the one where they're at, like, this, this beach. Or no, they're in like this uh this beach house and there's sand inside. And then Ross has uh a girl over or they make like a whole trip out of it. He has this girl come over and uh what's her name? Rachel convinces this girl that she should shave her head because that was something that she used to do and She's just like, oh, yeah, you should do it. And then she does because Rachel's into Ross, but Ross isn't into her anymore or whatever. And I'm just like, that's really shitty of you. 
Like, you know exactly what you're doing. And it, like, they played it off for laughs. I'm like, that's, that's not funny. The heart like, wants what the heart wants, man. No. It's, it's so <laughs> dumb. It is so dumb. Like I said, it's only funny when I, like, when I'm tired. Um, but watching the the trailer, <laughs> I was telling Rose, I I watched the end, and then they had like this special guest star, and Tom Selleck comes walking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, when did they film this? Because isn't he dead? <laughs> I realized that I was thinking about Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I have no idea that, how. Like, I got wait, isn't confused. he on a cop show right now? <laughs> he could be. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he, he might. No, it's not. Is it Blue Bloods? I think it's Blue Bloods. I think he's on that. Yeah, he could be, for all I know. <laughs> I mean, I only know that just because uh, that's something my mom really likes to watch, and I've just seen occasionally him in it. So, at least she's talked about him. Um, but, yeah. Just, that that was really funny. Yeah, so... And I appreciate they brought back uh, the actress who plays Janice. That was that's freaking awesome. Yeah, she the, was just such a huge part of this show. I would have been shocked if they didn't bring her back. Right, fair enough. That's a good point. Well, yeah, I'm, like I said, indifference. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel towards this. So, so you got so you got a guy that's super stoked for it. Friends is arguably his favorite show, and then you got. Caleb, who was like, eh, I mean, I might check it out. We'll see. Probably not. <laughs> right? Honestly, it's either? just going to be dependent on what you think. Okay. Okay, fair, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But, anyway, before we, I get even more depressed that Caleb doesn't love friends as much as I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of shows that, shows that you love that I hate. Yeah. What is probably. actually your favorite show? I want to know. My favorite really show? Yeah. <sighs> that's that's a tough one. Because there's like a decent amount of shows that I I've watched and really liked. I don't know if I have like a favorite because there isn't like because what i usually consider my favorite is this is a show that i go back to a lot okay but i don't have like one in particular show like i'm trying to think like i I, okay i just rewatched all of agents of shield recently Okay. Um, because the series or the sh- yeah the show ended and I I kind of lost track of how far I got into it and I actually re- got pretty far in like from what I remember. Oh, but yeah, so I, I rewatched that. Um, I've rewatched How I Met Your Mother a couple times. I don't know what it is. I can't make it through that show fully. Honestly, like it, it gets harder to <laughs> to rewatch because <laughs> it's like the same thing with Friends. It's just like they're shitty people. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
trying to think. Really digging Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Family Guy, I'll watch that. Um, the Simpsons? I kind of stopped watching Simpsons, but not necess- not because I didn't like it or anything. It's just, I think, oh, all my shows were coming back. Oh, okay. So I, I just kind of got sidetracked. So, yeah, I still have The Simpsons to watch, which I still have, like, what, 50 seasons? <laughs> <laughs> Too for real though, <laughs> for real. Yeah, so I, I'll I think I'll I'll be busy with that for a while once <laughs> once my shows die down again because I think they're about to go back on break, or at least the like summer break. So I'll probably get back into watching Simpsons. I like it, but yeah, honest like shows not so much like i don't think i have a favorite okay um wide variety but it's easier for me to come up with uh, a list of favorites when it comes to movies than it is shows because with shows it's just like whatever mood i'm in if i want like a good solid story i'll do something a little bit more dramatic if i was just want like to kill some time but want to watch something new, then it's whatever animated show, like the newest Bob's Burgers or the newest Family Guy or whatever. Um, Want to get into a little bit of drama. There's like some medical shows that I'll I'll watch, like The Resident or... um, Please don't say Grey's Anatomy. No, I freaking hate Grey's Anatomy. Okay, good. Phew. Uh... Gosh, there's another one. Oh, 911, 911 Lone Star. Just those dramatic shows. Um I'm rewatching I'm or not really rewatching. I'm I'm making my way through The Flash, whatever's on Netflix right now. Okay. Um I, just because I can download those and watch those during my lunch break where when I have absolutely no service. Um, oh. Yeah, so I'll watch... I'll watch a couple episodes of those. And that show's getting getting hard to watch. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, what was it? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I finally... Uh, I forget what I was looking up, but I finally fo- saw the uh, prelude into uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, now it makes sense why the Avengers were called in. Yeah. Freaking love that stuff. <laughs> anyway. Um, like I said, don't really have a favorite show. Alright. Well, uh, what do you say, Caleb, we move on to our headliner of the evening? So let's do it. Alright. Alright, so for this week's All Bros Headliner, we'll be breaking down the 2021 Disney animated film 
or sorry, Walt Disney anima- Animation Studios film, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which, like I said, came out this year. Um, it was kind of a uh, test the waters with theaters, as well as Disney Plus Premier Access, and box office. You know what? Not too shabby, considering that. Oh wait, no, never mind. So the budget was 100 million, but the box office was 110 million, not including Disney Plus Premier Access revenue. Okay, never mind. That's not so hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard to gauge because people are Disney's being so freaking secretive. Everyone's being so secretive with their with the streaming revenue. It's true. It's like let us know how these movies are doing. No, I absolutely agree. But no, apparently that's too much to ask for. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's just the industry like if keeping your secrets, like obviously like something worked out with Mulan to, for them to do it again with Raya. It's Raya. Raya, whatever. Like, something worked out with Mulan. But we have no idea what that is. None of the other streaming services know what the hell that is. So they're just kind of left to do whatever the hell they they can. Or whatever they can think of to try and compete or make up for the, the closed theaters. I feel... um. Going off of that, I feel uh, the studio that is actually not ashamed to uh, release their numbers, including both in theaters and on demand, or on streaming, is uh, Warner Brothers slash HBO Max, um, especially with uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, because that movie did amazing in both theaters and on HBO Max. Like, there are many people that would argue that when it came to like this day and age of how things are right now, Godzilla vs. Kong kind of, in a way, saved movie theaters because it was one... It was the movie that you honestly had to see in theaters. Like, yeah, you could watch it on HBO Max, but to see Godzilla roar, to see Kong roar, you kind of had to see that on the biggest screen possible. I'll absolutely agree with that. Um, I... I watched it at home, and I don't think it had the same impact that it would have had in theaters. But that's just because I was watching it on my TV at a really low volume. That's fair. I mean, like, because I honestly I had a do wish... Baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I honestly do wish you were able to experience it next day, because it, it was an event. Because, um, yeah, it grows... So, I mean, I don't know if this is for... Because this is just for theater. It's not f- including HBO Max subscriptions. Box office-wise, it brought in $427 million. Jeez. That's really good. <laughs> for for when it came out, what, what was it, the end of March, I think? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, 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 the end of March. Um, so, yeah, theaters were still, like, kind of... I mean, they were starting to get back into the groove. I mean, they still are. Um, but I feel they're definitely more in a groove than they were back in March. Um, 
but yeah, it's honestly amazing because I want to say they've said that Godzilla vs. Kong um, was more successful than uh, what was it? Godzilla King of the Monsters, I think. That doesn't surprise yeah. me one bit. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, by like $150 million. Um, yeah, but just not like, saying why, something. Why does everyone have to be so secretive? Like, yeah. release your numbers so everyone else knows hey what's working what's not working and then yeah hey we can all make the push for theaters or we can make the push to go back to theaters together exactly like, if I you feel, guys just uh, work together you could improve the industry like tenfold what's making me really happy even though i haven't seen the first one still um is how much uh they're pushing how uh a Quiet Place Part 2 needs to be seen on the big screen, and that's why, you know, John Krasinski has come out and said, you know, I wanted to make sure that I waited as long as it needed to be so we could all experience this movie together where it deserved to be seen on the big screen. And there's no shame with, with that. I just... I don't know. Being a new... newer... parent, it's hard to go out to the movie theater or find a, a, a good reason to go out into the movie theaters because either I have to go by myself or like we have to like find a babysitter and that's just a pain in the ass on its Fair own. enough. I get that. So with me, I feel like the theatrical experience, I, I want to set that up at home. That way, I still have. I can still have like, if like with a quiet place, I feel like I could still have that that amazing like experience. It's just something that I could do at home. Yeah, but you know, me being single as fuck, um, <laughs> I love the movie theater experience. I, yeah, yeah. Um. But anyway, getting into the movie we came here to talk about. <laughs> um, if you guys are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Uh, so the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, so if you have not seen Raya, Raya, whatever, and The Last Dragon... <laughs> I think me and Vic were having the same struggle last week when we were talking about it coming to Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen the movie, Rose is about to spoil the entire damn thing for you. Uh, so you have been properly warned, spoiler alerts ahead, so now I think it's time for our favorite segment, Reading with Rose. Is it though? Is it really your favorite segment? Yes. <laughs> bitch. Alright, the prosperous land of Kumandra is ravaged by the Droon, evil spirits that attack and petrify the land's people and dragons. Sisu, the last dragon, concentrates her magic into a gem and banishes the Droon, 
reviving Kumandra's people, but not the dragons. A power struggle for the orb divides Kumandra's people into tribes based on their placement along a giant dragon-shaped river. Fang, heart, spine, talon, and tail. 500 years later, Chief Benja of the Heart Tribe trains his daughter Raya until she finally becomes a guardian of the gem. Firmly believing that the tribes can be united once again, Chief Benja decides to hold a feast for the leadership of all five tribes. During the feast, Raya befriends the daughter of Chief Varana of the Fang tribe, Namari, who gives Raya a dragon pendant as a gift. Trusting her, Raya shows Namari the location of the gem, but Namari, betraying Raya, reveals that she is, try she is trying to help Fang steal it. Alerted to the attack, Banja and the other tribes arrive at the scene and start fighting over the gem, which gets destroyed in the scuffle. As each tribe steals a piece of the orb, the reawakened Drune Ravage... Oh shit, sorry. Uh, Drune Ravage Heart and its people. A wounded Chief Benja, discovering that the Drune are weak against water, throws Raya into a river before getting petrified himself. For the next six years, Raya treks across Kumandra to find Sisu in order to help her recover the missing ore pieces. After reaching a shipwreck in tail, Raya finally manages to summon Sisu, who admits that she did not create the orb, but only used it on behalf of her siblings and can gain her siblings' powers when she touches its pieces. They recover the second piece from a booby-trapped tail temple, granting Sisu shape-shifting powers, and encounter a hostile Namari and her tribesmen who are after Raya's stolen portrait of Sisu. Escaping the temple, they escape on the boat of young restaurateur Boone, who lost his family to the Droon. Hey, hey, that rhymed. Sorry, I just had to point that out. Despite Boone's friendliness, Raya does not fully trust him and insists that Sisu stay, stay in human form. The group arrives at Talon to claim the third gem piece, during which Raya encounters Khan Baby, Noi, and her trio of monkey-like companions, the Unjis, who adopted her after the Droom petrified her mother. After a chase, Raya recruits Noi and the Unjis, while Sisu encounters Talon's chief chiefess, who offers her to the Droom for the other ore pieces. Raya rescues Sisu and reclaims the third piece, allowing Sisu to spew out fog, which they use to escape. The group then arrives at Spine, where they meet Tong, a fearsome warrior and the village's sole survivor. Namari arrives, and Raya holds her off in a fight so the others can escape, but before Namari is able to defeat her, Sisu turns back into a dragon and saves Raya. Realizing that Sisu is a dragon, the companions agree to help Raya, and Tong hands over Spine's gem piece, allowing Sisu to control Rain. As the group get closer to Fang, Sisu suggests al allying with Namari rather than stealing the final piece. When Raya refuses, Sisu takes her back to the remains of the heart and tells of how her siblings, Pangu, Jagan, Prane, and Amba, Trust in her trust in her was what really empowered her to save Kumandra. Raya relents and decides to give Namari the dragon pendant as a peace offering. Raya and Sisu meet privately with Namari, but Namari, torn by her responsibility to save Fang's reputation and her wish to help defeat the Droon, threatens to shoot them with a crossbow upon seeing the orb pieces. 
Sisu tries to calm Namari down, but is fatally shot when Raya lashes her sword on Namari's crossbow. With the last dragon dead and the water subsequently gone, Fang is overrun by Druun. Raya enters to confront Namari, whom she finds to be mourning over the petrification of her mother. The two fight while Raya's companions rescue the people of Fang using the gem pieces. Raya, besting Namari, prepares to kill her, but stops upon realizing her fault and Sisu's death due to her inability to trust others, and heads off with Namari uh, to aid the group instead. As the Druun gain on Raya's group, Raya, remembering how to trust allow how how trust allowed Sisu to save the world beforehand, urges the others to unite and reassemble the gem, showing her faith towards Namari by handing her pe- hand, handing her peace and allowing the Druun to take her. The rest follow suit, with Namari assembling the gem before the Druun petrify her as well. With the gem reassembled and everybody trusting each other, the Druun are vanquished and everyone, including the dragons, are revived. The dragons revive Sisu while everyone reunites with their lost loved ones, including Raya and Chief Benja. The dragons and tribes gather at heart to celebrate and finally reunite as Kumandra. Yeah. Hell yeah. Alright, well. So our collective score, and we were only off like from each other by like a couple points for a majority of this. Um, but our score for story came to an 86. So the best way, you know, I really want to, I want to pull up a, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, uh, uh, what's the word? Audience consensus for this, because I feel it defines this so perfectly, at least to me. I don't know how Caleb's going to feel, but, um, let me find this because, um, like we said, you know, how, what did we give it again? Uh, an 86. So yeah, so it's a really good Disney movie. Um, but I feel if my internet wants to work, here we go. I feel this is the best way to explain the story. Um, it says, there are no surprises in the story, but if you're looking for beautiful animation and a positive message that's fun for the whole family, right and the last dragon delivers. That is a pretty solid explanation. Um, the, the story, it is above average, I feel. Um, I think it it shines in other aspects a little bit more than the story. Because the story, I feel, like it said, very predictable. You know what's going to happen. There isn't some crazy plot twist or anything. Um so there are real no surprises, but the message still gets across, which works out amazingly well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I I found myself very engaged in this movie. No, I, I honestly did too. Um, I especially feel uh, the relationships that Raya builds throughout the whole uh, movie are very, very good. Uh, you know, even though it starts off as like a, um, you know, a hateful relationship but blossoms into one of understanding her and, oh uh, shit, what's her name? 
Uh, Namari? Namari. Um, I loved watching their relationship throughout it. Um, going off of that, and Caleb agrees, uh, the part, the part where it is mentioned, um, what is it, that, so, uh, you know, Raya gives Namari that, uh, that, uh, dragon pendant as a, not as a peace offering, but, you know, just as a present, uh, when they are kids, and Raya's just like, oh, you know what, yeah, I could trust you, I could totally show you the, uh, where we keep uh, the uh, dragon heart remnants, or whatever. What is that? What it's called? Uh, the gem. I forget what it's. The gem. That's what it's called. Um, I could totally show you where we keep uh, the dragon gem. You know, I could totally trust you. But then, uh, right when she's starting to walk up to it, uh, Namari's just like, "Oh, you've done such a great thing, Raya. Thank you for showing me. But now, uh, whatever." faction she was part of uh shit was it fang wasn't she part of fang fang yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. fang will now be taking it and me and caleb agree yeah we saw that coming from miles away we knew that she was just gonna turn on her like Like, disney usually you're decent about you know hiding that kind of stuff you're to where you're just like oh my gosh i didn't see that coming yeah i yeah i mm. When she said, "Oh, you know, oh yeah, you know, I trust you. Let me let me show you where we keep the dragon heart." I'm like, "Yep, she's betraying you. Yep, she's betraying you." <laughs> I know. I was just like, "Okay, you just became the guardian. I don't think you fully understand what your job is. Don't stretch your luck, sweetheart." <laughs> uh, but I mean, the, overall, the the story is very fun, and like I said, this shines elsewhere. I think this shines more in character development. Um, yes. When it comes to story based, I yeah. think it, where like the absolute, well, I'm, we'll get into it, but the, it shines in another in another aspect more. But it is a very character driven story, and. We have to treat it that as such, and so we mm-hmm. that is very much reflected in the character development score that we'll get to here in a second. But the story itself, um, is really good. It's just like a story. It's like a it's just an adventure, and I feel like for a Disney film, they're like um. Brielle was asking me how this compares to Moana or Frozen in ways of Disney films. And I feel like it's really hard to compare the two because they're just very different. They um, absolutely are. Like, I mean, if I had to rank them, like, off the top of my head, Raya, I'm sorry, is unfortunately going to be in third place here. Honestly, I'd put I'd put it above Moana. Really? Yeah, but it it's just because and I think what like the thing that like might ruin it for some people, this isn't a movie for young children like Frozen and Moana. I think that this is a That's movie a for 8 plus. 
Yeah, because there is some dark themes in this. Especially I wouldn't even say whole, it's necessarily you know, because of the, the dark themes. It, or, I know that the, um, Sizu gets shot, <laughs> which... I mean, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like, damn. I was not expecting that. I mean, I was. I was like, okay, someone's getting shot. Didn't think it was going to be the dragon for one. And didn't think we were going to see her die either. So I was like, ooh, okay. Props to you, Disney. <laughs> Ballsy, but I appreciate it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's that and the um, the ideas of trust. Because I feel like trust is a very difficult issue to touch upon. Oh, yeah. Without it being like too preachy. And I feel like this movie does it really well. It, it relays that message. But I feel like that's a message only older kids are going to be able to grasp. Fair enough. Yeah, so like I said, I think this is more for like the ideal range is eight 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 years old plus. Hmm. I'll f- I'll fully admit I didn't expect them to go all uh, you know, Thanos and have it to where if the uh shit what what are they called? Um, the drone, if they take you over, you are literally just turned into stone. I was like shit. Yeah, that was that was pretty like, wild. <laughs> hot damn! Um, honestly, I this gave me some onward vibes a little bit. Okay, just a little bit, like not too That's much, fair. but just enough to like little like hints of it but they there was just so much i don't know like it's it's it felt similar to that story that's fair like honestly i kind of would put this um as well wait no never mind never mind don't don't listen to what i was gonna say because <laughs> i'm thinking about like the rotten tomato scores between onward and uh rye and the last dragon and they're not really that close um so yeah, Rye is well, definitely we don't higher. Give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes. Our system's infinitely better. True. Honestly, I like. I don't. I don't know if I would put these on like the same level of like my likeness of them. I don't know. Either way, I'm gonna stop talking now. Um, Caleb, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely killing it. I know, right? Um, I will say at the very end when uh, Raya, 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 whatever, when Raya reunites with her dad, (laughs) dude, I'm such a sucker now for like dad or like dad daughter scenes. Dude, I get you. I mean, I don't get you because I don't have a kid, but um, d- yeah, Ryan the Last Dragon got me tearing up at that part. I didn't expect this movie to make me cry, but it did. God damn it, Disney! I know. I like. 
I'm such a bitch now when it comes to like <laughs> scenes like that because I'll I'll be watching it. And I'm like, okay, they're just gonna reunite. It's gonna be fine. Like I know it's coming, and then it happened, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like Iris. You're never leaving me. Just heads up. <laughs> exactly, dude. And then she like so after that scene, she comes like running in from just having had her her bath and i'm like come here come here i need to hug you oh you're gonna get me tearing up here you bastard yeah but i i (laughs) such a sucker now anytime it's just like daddy daughter i'm like oh no (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah 86 like i said it's not like blow your mind but it's it's really good i mean it's a disney film like you expect this level of quality yes i absolutely agree with that uh moving on over to writing this ended up getting an 82.5 which i believe is its lowest grade yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so there was some, not very many, but I feel like there was maybe some writing issues. I think the biggest one was probably the baby. See, I loved the baby. I loved actually... the baby, too. I loved her, too. It's just she was written weird. <laughs> I'll give I'll give you that like the whole like how they uh, her and the monkey steal all of the uh, parts of the uh, the dragon gem, um, and then all of a sudden uh, they just agree to s- go with Raya because she'll actually get them real money and like food and I'm like okay that was that was interesting. Yeah, that's one of those things. I'm just like okay, that was just like a real really lazily written scene <laughs> i mean okay the the animation in the scene is very cool when they're on a chase but yeah the, like but the scene alone is just weird like just the way if you say it on paper like oh yeah the, she chases them for a little while they get caught uh and then they join her crew what my first question would be okay are you high there buddy yeah um <laughs> so it was just like little things like that and like i think i docked too because of how and maybe i should have docked this in writing or in story but i docked it in writing just because someone had to write out how this happened and it was just going to each of these different lands and finding someone to team up with in each of them. Yeah, for real though. Like, come yes. on. I feel if we're talking like character writing that I had the biggest problem with, um and this is nothing against Aquafina, because we'll talk about her with acting. Um but Sisu's writing for some parts like was a little too cartoony for me. Yeah. Especially the part when she's just like Oh yeah, this is my girl Raya, and we're gonna save the world. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! 
I get you're a Disney movie, but oh lord. Yeah, I, I that was tough for me to swallow too. It was just too too much. Yeah, like the okay the way that she was explaining how the gem was created, and she's saying her saying like, "Oh, I didn't really help create it. I just kind of like I was the one that turned in the project." And explaining, like, have you ever been part of a group project where one person does, like, all the work and then everyone gets the same... Like, that went on a little too long. And I'm like, you could have come up with a better analogy. Yeah, for real, though. So. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was... Decent. Not the best, though. (laughs) I think you could have done a little bit better with that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, but yeah, like we said, writing is sitting at a 82.5. Um, moving on over to writing, which is going to be our highest score so far. Wait, I thought it was acting. Acting, acting. I'm so stupid. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm stupid. Um, oh, good, yeah, huh? acting is sitting at a 90.5. Rightfully so. The cast of this film was just incredible. I just want to name off a couple of these amazing people in this film. We got Aquafina, who played Sisu. We got Kelly Marie Tran playing Raya herself. Uh, we got Gemma Chan playing Namari. Sandra O oh was Verana. Alan Tudyk was Tuk Tuk. Why does that not surprise me that Alan Tudyk was in this movie? (laughs) Alan Tudyk's in everything. Um, And then I feel last but not... I feel we definitely got to... Okay, I got to point out two more. Uh, Benedict Wong played Tong. That's just Yeah, dude. It took me so long to, like, figure out, like... Because whenever I, like, have... There's a voice that is familiar that I can't quite place... I don't mm-hmm. look it up until like the very end, like with the credits. If it's if I can't figure it out, I I figured it out really late, and like it was just like right before the credits too. I was dude, just I like, because I didn't really I I uh, looked up the Wikipedia like right after the credits started rolling, so I didn't even know until I uh, looked. Uh, well, actually, no. When I looked on the IMDb, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? That was Bandit Wong. Bitching. <laughs> Dude, you want to know what my dumbass thought? What? I started thinking, I'm like, gosh, he sounds a lot like Wong in from <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm like, he has that voice, but like, who's voicing him? And <laughs> And then I was just like Like I thought that and then like at the very end, like right before the credits, I'm like it's probably him. It's probably Benedict Wong. And then I saw the credits. And I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> so stupid. Oh, that's funny. Oh my oh. gosh. But everyone did so freaking good. They oh, really did. Incredible cast. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I mean, the only person that brought down the score for me unfortunately was Aquafina. 
her delivery was just God. a little too much. I would absolutely agree with you on that one. Like, I love I love Aquafina. I think she's a great actress, but yeah, this for the direction that they were going with for this movie, and based off like how dramatic of a performance I feel Kelly Marie Tran gave as Raya. Um, yeah, the the kind of like comedic, very silly kind of dragon that they try to work into with uh, Aquafina Sisu just did not work a lot for me. Like there were parts that it really did work, but then there were a lot of parts that it just did not. Yeah, and I think once she got the shape shifting powers and could become a human, those scenes felt very off, and it. And not necessarily, yeah. like, because of the vibe of the movie. It was just her performance. It was just, like, over the top. And yeah. Like, no, okay, no, absolutely. Chill. <laughs> there's, Wait, eh. there's a reason why your brothers and sisters left you as the last dragon alive. Just saying. <laughs> they wanted an effing break. <laughs> Uh, but yeah like i said it it doesn't drop it too much like aquafina is still does an amazing job it's just though it's the not even overacting it's just over cartoonization was a bit yeah. much at times no i absolutely agree yeah, so that brings us to a 90.5 for acting. Moving on over to character development. Uh, another shining moment of this movie. Uh, so we ended up giving this uh, a 90. It's honestly amazing watching. Because I feel... um, I forget where I saw it, but like this is one of the... Uh, this is a rare occasion to where a Disney princess does not sing a song or any songs throughout the movie. Um, and I feel that just really builds off uh, Raya's character development because it's kind of nice watching her progress from, you know, a little kid that has to go through this dramatic experience to being a, how old did she look, like late teens, early 20s? <sighs> That's about what I would say. Like... Before, I'd say 12, 13, plus six years, put her at 18, 19. Okay. So, so yeah, so, like, watching her, you know, go from a little kid, dramatic experience, to being 18, 19 years old, and having to try to figure out if she can be the one to bring everybody back and actually bring balance to what used to be a great society, and not having to incorporate music into it, um, which nothing against, you know, incorporate, incorporating Disney, uh, mu music into a Disney movie in many, in many instances, it works in spades, but I feel, uh, with this movie, it wouldn't have worked as well. Um, if anything, it would have taken away from not only his story, but her character development. Um, and I think I read that Brave was actually the last, uh, Disney princess, even though it's Pix it's a Pixar movie, it still counts as a Disney princess to not actually sing a song. Um, so I'm honestly really grateful that the, that Raya did not sing one tune, um, and it definitely did help her throughout the movie. I absolutely agree. Um, 
Rai's character was just fantastic. Seeing, like you un you you understand where she's coming from most of the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Like she's she's not a very trusting person. She has these um, uh, preconceived notions about who these these different people or who these people from different lands are who like what they are what they do she she has something set in her mind and her father is the one that tells her like listen they're they like yes that may be how some of them are but there's potential for for more than that in them and we just need to more or less unlock that in them mm-hmm. and we need to be trusting be the first ones to kind of extend that that uh that helping hand or extend that that leaf or whatever and i feel like she does absorb that message a little bit when it comes or when it came down to it she um was the first to connect with the uh the other tribes or villages not tribes she was the first one to like she invited everyone in she was the first she connected with uh namari and she began to trust like her father told her that she should and then you see her get stabbed in the back almost immediately <laughs> Yeah, hell, we weren't even five minutes into the movie. Yeah, and... Yeah, so you can understand why... And then, like, all this bad shit started happening. So you could start to understand, like, oh, I trusted this person. They broke that trust. On top of that, bad stuff happened. And so it's like, I trusted... So you kind of associate that, like, I trusted someone, something bad happened. So, yeah. if I don't trust anyone, nothing bad can happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just... So, seeing that and then seeing her get to a point of just absolute trust at the end when they're getting attacked by the drone, realizing that uh, they need to trust each other or she needs to be trusting i thought that she was she was going to be the one to collect all the the gem shards i did too so and then so when she handed her shard over to namari i was just like oh shit like that is growth that is very much growth because it wasn't she Oh, gosh, it was so good. Because <laughs> they kind of hammered it a little bit too hard with uh, with Sisu. Sisu? Sisu. Yeah. They kind of hit it a little too hard. Oh, gift, bring a gift, bring a gift. And then that came in, like, later. And it's just like, oh, to give... Ch-. like, And the, I think they worked off of this, like, line that was almost a throwaway. When they were at the... Um, no shit. I think it was spine. I 
think it was spine. But they were they had the uh the gift and and Sisu was saying like, Oh, to get trust you need to give trust. And that I felt like that was just like a very throwaway line. Yeah. But fair. like a common theme that was going throughout. And so when it came to tie in the end, and I thought like, oh, Rhea is just going to collect all the shards, and everyone's going to have to trust her. But no, she trusted Namari, and I'm just like, gosh, that was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's been a long, long time. Bef- like since we've seen character growth that good that's very true the last movie to score that high on on character development was soul damn yeah holy shit and this this they just did so good with this with with Rhea. And I, I loved her. I loved her character. Like, she's just so relatable. Like, you get where she's coming from. You get why she is the way she is. It's just perfection. And I love it. It really is. Anyway, you got anything else to to add? (laughs) No, I think you really (laughs) killed it with what you said. I really don't have anything else to say. That was perfect. Alright, so like I said, character development is sitting at a 90. Moving on over to effects. Big shocker here. Uh, Animation is amazing. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's Disney. What were you guys expecting? (laughs) Or You guys shouldn't be expecting anything less than incredible. Yeah, it it is an amazing animated movie. It everything looks looks so so nice. It really does. And the, the way that the um sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Oh no, um I can't okay, uh, is it is it tribes or cuz uh villages. Villages. Um, the way that they are designed, each one of them is amazing, and the way that they are animated, incredible. Like um, the one where uh, it was just a tong. What was that one? I think that was spine. I, yeah, I think you're right. That one was so eerie and just like depressing, considering he was the only one left. Everyone else had been turned to stone. So the way that it looked, the way that it was animated, was just so eerie, depress, depressing. Um, just, mm, just so good. I absolutely agree. The each village felt different mm-hmm, in their own way. Like Fang was, like was beautiful. It was like Fang looked amazing, Heart looked amazing, and each of the villages are named after a different part of the dragon. Um, so yeah, we had 
heart, spine, tail, fang, and claw? Yeah, but everything was just so... You could tell that they put a lot of thought and effort into how everything looked. Um, One thing that stood out to me for absolutely no reason (laughs) Um, was when Rhea was putting her hands up and you could see her bracers and the intricate designs on those bracers. Like, it looked so crisp. And, like, I feel like you could pause the movie and see all those little designs, and they just stood out so well. Like, everything (laughs) stood out. It was incredible what they were able to do with this. It really was. Like, I'll give them this. It it was no Coco. Well, no, but that's also Pixar, so. Yeah. And with that you were doing like a fantastical land of the dead so you could get as creative as you wanted with this this was set in some sort of reality there's still a, a bit fantasy land because there are some mythological creatures that are there yeah that's that's um, very true but for the most part it was set in reality on like um architecture and and everything yeah but everything looked so freaking good. Really uh, Sizu looked really good, like with the the crazy mane. The yeah, like honest, that's that scene towards the end when all the dragons come back and they're doing that whole light show in the sky. Oh, holy shit! Gosh. That looks incredible, right? Like, it looks so good. Damn. And then. Oh, when they were in spine too, and just like the the overcast fog. Yes. Oh, S- such such a good job. Like I cannot, I cannot talk about it more. It is <laughs> so freaking good. Anyway, um, like you know, we're we're freaking animation. At least roses. We're freaking animation whores. Because when it's good, it's freaking damn good. I feel I'm starting to rub off on you a little too much. Yeah. Um, But effects ended up scoring a 96. Not bad at all. Yeah. Moving on over to music. We were unanimous and uh, gave it an 8. Some strong hitters in the soundtrack. Yeah, I I feel uh, one that really struck me out a lot, uh, or sorry, stuck out to me, is um, at the beginning when um, the whole chaos thing happens with the dragon heart, uh, them all trying to take a piece for each uh, section of their. Um, gosh, I keep for their village. Village, sorry, I keep wanting to say tribe. No, for their (laughs) village, Um, and the uh, music that's playing as the drone is attacking, as everyone's trying to flee, but some are getting turned into into stone. Just it's so freaking intense, and just and it just like continues to build up even when Raya is pushed off of the uh, 
the bridge by her father and he gets um turned to stone just oh music in that whole scene is incredible so good and yeah when they get attacked by the drone kind of going back to effects for a quick second when they get turned into stone the drone kind of pass through them the way that it it looks like their soul is like leaving their body it does and Finally. the sounds that they would play with that just chilling kind of it puts like a kind of like a pit in your stomach it's it like, does oh. So sad. They did so good with like the. So this was based off of like Southern Asian heritage, or that no, the Southern know. Asian culture. No. I don't um. Know that. So that yeah, they focused a lot on on that kind of stuff and different things from different cultures or different heritages, Asian heritage heritages. And you good? the yeah the music <laughs> the music was just killer. Like you could hear those like those subtle. I said that really weird. You did. You that was a very subtle. <laughs> that was that not... was not a subtle way to say subtle. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could hear those those Asian. Um, roots in the music and it just worked so well with this movie i think honestly the only thing that kept it from getting higher was that there wasn't anything that was like too memorable but all the music worked yes yeah i absolutely agree with that yeah so like we said music ended up getting an eight uh, moving on over to costumes. Uh, costumes ended up scoring an eight as well. I've based this. I mean, all of them are great, but I honestly based this off Raya's alone. I freaking loved her costume when she when she was older. I mean, her costume as a kid was fine, but what she wore when she was uh, she she was kind of like a teenager, uh, pre adult. Um, Freaking loved it. I loved her hat. I loved her cape. I loved everything about it. Yeah. She had, like, a really cool, like, badass vibe to her. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, the way that she, she moved was freaking awesome. The... I mean, can we, like, stop for a second and just talk about the fighting in this? Oh, so good. So freaking fluid. It was just... it So freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, her her costume... It was on the more basic side, but I think that worked for her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it worked amazingly well. And... It still felt like it had those, like, southern southern asian roots um like that kind of style obviously it had the big like straw hat and and whatnot but the cape was awesome um i loved her sword too like i i count that as part of the costume 
Absolutely. So bitchin'. Yeah, I mean, technically it was her father's sword, but I love curved blades like that. Or like the wavy blades. I don't know exactly what the name of that style blade would be. Obviously, it's a fictional blade, but I I think the shape of that blade is... um, is a uh, gosh it is a blade style <laughs> um i should know this i freaking watch a shit ton of fortune fire <laughs> yeah come on man um gosh like I, I i can i can see the the blade in the show i forget what it's called though it's going to piss just me off just say it's from minecraft and we'll call it a day <laughs> dude no. <laughs> um but I I really liked how everyone else's costumes and this is what honestly brought it up for me as well. Um I really liked how every character's costume uh talking about each of their the crew members that they picked up fit the role and like not the role fit the environment that they were in like the baby's um outfit was more sleek it felt like a little bit more um like tight because she's a con baby yeah needs to be a bit stealthy to run away and everything so it's it's like a little bit more tight flexible easier movement um and just that kind of vibes versus um oh shit what what was the big dude's name uh tong tong yeah so versus tong who is who lives in a um more wintry area like a colder area um and just kind of like built like a big warrior and so Mm -hmm. he was wearing a little bit more like heavier armor yeah or not armor yeah Yeah, i'd say it's armor yeah no i would definitely agree i'd say it's armor as well yeah but stuff that would protect him from the the cold environment and then yeah then amari was was wearing things that are a little bit more like uh for warmer weather she was wearing like a sleeveless like kind of a tank top yeah you know i'm just gonna say it right now i did not love namari's haircut i don't know why just did not work yeah that was that i'll say that too it was a bit too modern for me and like nothing against that hairstyle but just for the what they were going for, the day and age that they were going for in this movie, it did not work for it. Yeah. I think it would have worked better had the queen not done or had the same haircut. Yeah, I feel um if she would have had just like regular a regular haircut, it kind of been like, oh hey, like rebellious teen over here, rebellious kid um, but no, the queen also had it, so that, that that was something. 
was kind of weird. Yeah, and their um, that style didn't evolve at all. So no, it's kind of it like not. they wanted you to be able to tell. Oh, who is it? <laughs> it's like okay, we know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that like that brought the score down too much. It honestly just like minor gripe. Yeah, no, I agree. Anyway, um, like I said, costumes end up getting an eight. Um, and then last up, we got our own personal score. So, you want me to go? What do you want to do? Uh, either or. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm actually very shocked that you're just like, Rose, you're up. <laughs> just how it always goes. <laughs> yeah, well, mixing things up. So, so sweet. I am going to give this movie an 88. I had a blast watching this. I think it is a super good film. One of Pixar's better, or not Pixar. It's not Pixar. I know. <laughs> I hated myself as soon as I said it. <laughs> One of Disney's better uh, films. And I hope that they if they do want to continue the story of Raya, Raya, what? It's Raya. Raya, Whatever. Sorry. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'll stop. (laughs) If they want to continue the story of Raya and the, the dragons, I, I hope they have a good reason to, because I think this as perfect as is and they left it pretty closed they did oh definitely so like if they wanted to just leave this alone i think they could with no issues but knowing disney if this gets any traction whatsoever they're going to just go hog wild with it yeah so I wouldn't be shocked if we saw another uh, Raya movie sometime in the future. But I just, like I said, I just want a good reason for it. Yeah, same here. That's uh, honestly going off that. That's how I feel uh, if they were ever to do a sequel to Moana. I feel that movie is tied up so well that there has to be a really good reason to make a sequel. Yeah, even though the only real reason Disney needs is money. <laughs> true. It's very true. The mouse is never happy. It's never he's never pleased. Nope. Um but yeah, like I said I'm giving uh giving this movie an 88. I like it. Um so for me, uh I'm going to go a point lower. I'm going to go an 87. Um, I'm, I was actually very surprised of how much I liked this movie. Um, I mean, I, I kind of figured out I was going to like it. It's a Disney animated film. I knew I was going to at least like the animation, which I did. Loved it. Um, but the adventure that Raya has to go on, the character development that she gets, uh, just everything, um, that they put this character through is very well, well thought out and, 
it's very enjoyable to watch and just yeah i i really dug the hell out of this movie and um definitely can't wait to give it another watch so absolutely um so that brings our personal grade to an 87.5 not bad yeah not bad at all all right and then that concludes this breakdown so the final all bros score for Raya and the Last Dragon is a B plus. Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. So it is sitting at an eighty seven point eight percent. Alright. So yeah. is that borderline B plus or is that a strong B plus? Um it's a pretty sturdy B plus. The cutoff okay. is eighty six. Okay. Um, so it's three points away from an A minus, and then only two point, or technically one point away from a from a B. Okay, not bad. Yeah. So comparing this to some other. B plus movies that we've graded, this puts it 0.5% higher than Freaky. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, 1% lower than The Prom. Wait, it's lower than The Prom? <laughs> yep. Holy shit. Wow. I was not expecting Which that. I enjoyed the prom, so uh, not I mean, too bummed out about that. I mean, everyone knows I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Two points lower than Elf. Uh, two points lower than Better Watch Out. Okay. Two points lower than Marriage Story. Yeah. The, oh, gosh, that Still, point eight percent higher. Incredible. Yeah, point eight percent higher than Halloween, the original. As I said, we haven't uh, reviewed twenty eighteens, right? Nope. Okay. Um. Let's see. One percent higher than Nightmare on Elm. Point seven percent higher than Psycho. All right. Two percent lower than De Five Bloods. Uh, two percent lower than Ready or Not. And then two percent lower than both The Avengers and Black Panther. Okay. Then there are other uh, B plus movies, but we'd be here all freaking day. <laughs> and we do a lot of B movies, as you can see. Yep. Apparently, we don't have a lot of just like solid B movies. Like it's always seems to huh. be a B plus or a B minus. Interesting. We're gonna have to change that. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Um, but yeah, 
So I think it has a, a decent home. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Already screwing this up. <laughs> wow. So if you guys enjoyed this episode of the All Bros podcast, uh, be sure to check us out um, literally everywhere that you can find podcasts like Dead Serious. We are on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Did I say Google Play? I don't think I did yet. But we're on there. We are everywhere. And if you don't, if you can't find us, then you're searching in the wrong areas, guys. We are, like, we're so hard to find, right? We're Wow, we're really easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different issue, Rose. <laughs> if we were difficult to find. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wow. Um, if you uh, want to follow us on social media, you can check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, our Facebook.com is Facebook.com forward slash The All Bros. Twitter and Instagram is at The All Bros. And if you want to email us, if you have a question of the, if you have a question of the week that you want us to uh, post, if you want to be on the show, uh, you got a movie that you you want us to review? Reach out. We would love to hear from you guys. That is the All Bros Channel at gmail dot com. Um, you can check out our website tinyurl.com forward slash the All Bros, uh, where you can check out all of our grades that we have for our films. Um, you can also find a link to our uh, store on T Public. It's T Public, right, Caleb? It's not Teespring. Uh yeah, T Public. Yeah, so T Public. Um, hopefully now that Caleb has a uh, actual internet, um, we can be getting some more shirt designs. Hell yeah, um, that is definitely going to be happening soon. Hell yeah. When we don't know, but um, no, I I'm yeah. thinking just because we're still moving, getting things put together. Um, I my. I'm shooting for next weekend. All right. Getting all of the designs out there. All right. Hell yeah. I like it. Um, also, uh, you can check out our YouTube channel. Uh, the all bros is, is it just the all bros or the all bros channel? I can never remember for social media, uh, for YouTube. Oh, for YouTube. Uh, it's, Oh, that's a good question. I think you can just search the All Bros. Okay. So if you want to search the All Bros on YouTube, you can find us that way. We post all of our uh, episodes there and also some bonus episodes that will eventually come, even though we say that every single damn week. (laughs) But we promise they will be coming in the near future. Or the future in general. I don't know why I'm saying near. Um, But... (laughs) Uh, next week on the All Bros podcast, uh, Caleb, what will we be doing? Uh, that's a good question. Either we will be talking about Promising Young Woman or the HBO Max movie Lockdown. Yes, so one of those. Um, you know what? You guys can take uh, bets in the comments of this uh, episode and see which one wins, you know. Make it a fun game. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, so yeah. So uh, be sure to, like I said, check out our social media. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and be sure to tune into next week's episode. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we will catch you guys next week. Deuces! You asshole. Stole your line, bitch. (laughs) What? So long. That was god-awful. Man, forget you.